Life. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Get ready for tomorrow's Maryland primary day. Looking into the future for this busy commuter route on Neil Augenstein. At 1010, protecting you from summertime scammers. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. The question is life in prison or death for 23-year-old Nicholas Cruz, the Parkland, Florida school shooter, as the penalty phase of his trial gets underway this morning. This is a very serious matter that we're here for today. The judge opening proceedings just now at the Broward County Courthouse. WFOR-TV's Nicole Lauren is there. Today we'll hear opening statements from both the prosecution and the defense. The 12 jurors will hear the defense present mitigating factors to spare the life of Cruz. Those include his young age, his mental health issues, and the death of his parents. On the other hand, prosecutors will walk the jury through the horrifying events of that day. They'll tour the three-story building where the massacre took place and look at crime scene photos as well. Cruz pleaded guilty last October to 17 counts of first-degree murder. One of President Trump's former White House advisors is at court in Washington to face contempt of Congress charges for refusing to testify before lawmakers investigating the Capitol attack. Correspondent Scott McFarland. It's jury selection today. Steve Bannon had argued that all the coverage of the January 6th committee hearings would inflame and bias prospective jurors. The federal judge here, a Trump appointee, disagreed, wouldn't delay the trial, and said they'll be able to find 14 jurors by the end of the day. Police near Indianapolis are expected to release new details on a mass shooting at a mall. Three people were killed, two injured, including a 12-year-old girl, Greenwood Police Chief Jim Ison. We have what appears to be one shooter, uh, looks to be an adult male. Uh, we have not identified him yet. We do not have a motive yet. Ison says that shooter was shot and killed by a bystander carrying a licensed gun. A report from Texas lawmakers reveals almost 400 law enforcement officers waited more than an hour to confront the gunman in the Uvalde Elementary School massacre. State Senator Roland Gutierrez. This is the keystone example of what not to do in a mass shooting situation. They're dealing with record-breaking heat overseas. Stay at home, stay hydrated, and stay indoors. The message here with Britain under its first-ever heat-related red alert. Warping train tracks mean trains are running at low speeds or not at all. We do lots of work to prepare for the heat, like painting the rails white so that they reflect the heat, but ultimately faced with weather like we've never faced before, the infrastructure will suffer. It's forecast to hit 104 here for the first time ever. This in a country where few have air conditioners. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The Dow is up 208 points in early trading. S&P ahead 32. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 3. Welcome to a Monday, a hot one on this July 18th, 2022. We're at 79 degrees and cloudy. Could see some storms this afternoon with highs in the low 90s. And good morning to you. I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm Brendan Hazelton. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. We now know the identity of an off-duty police officer 
who shot and killed a man near the wharf in Southwest over the weekend. Surveillance video at the busy wharf in D.C. captured the moments just before a deadly shooting by an off-duty officer Saturday night. Shortly after 9 p.m., police say restaurant and bar patrons spotted 23-year-old Lazarus David Wilson brandishing a gun. The Washington Post reports off-duty D.C. Commander Jason Bagshaw saw him too, pulled out a weapon and gave a command to stop. When Wilson didn't, Bagshaw shot and killed him. He's on administrative leave. Investigators are trying to sort out the timeline and answer why Wilson was carrying a bag with $30,000 stuffed inside. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Fairfax County police are searching for a man they say stabbed and killed his wife over the weekend. Officers were called to the area of 5200 Rolling Road in Springfield, Virginia, just after noon Sunday. Lieutenant Dan Spital says a family member called police after the suspect, Jose Hernandez Mejia, called them about the stabbing. The family members arrived on scene. He explained to them what he had done inside. He handed over some personal belongings to the family members, and then he left the scene in a 2016 black Honda HRV with Virginia tags. T is in Tango. X is in X-ray, V is in Victor, 1986. Mahia is considered armed and dangerous. Authorities issued a warrant for second-degree murder, and police are asking Mahia to turn himself in. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. The Coast Guard is still searching for a 10-year-old girl who's been missing since yesterday. She disappeared near Deep Point in St. Mary's County and was last seen struggling to swim while wearing a white shirt and sweatpants. Coast Guard got a call about two family members swimming who lost sight of one another. They say a bystander rescued one and took her to shore, but the other was not found. Authorities from Maryland and Virginia searched for the missing girl overnight. They continue to search for her using boats and helicopters today, and they're asking anyone who might have information to call their command center. Loudoun County's got plans to improve travel on one of the area's most congested routes. This is Route 50 at Loudoun County Parkway near South Riding. It has the highest traffic volume, and unfortunately, it's also among the top two or three intersections for crashes. Douglas Supervisor Matt Laterno, the county just got $35 million toward eventually building an interchange to replace these lights. In the past few decades, that's been done on routes 28 and 7. This would be a first for 50. He says it's an early step towards securing the funding to actually build an interchange here in Loudoun County near Loganstein. WTOP News. Now to campaign 2022 on WTOP. Nearly a month after primaries in the district and Virginia, voters in Maryland will decide some big races tomorrow. Both Republican and Democrats will choose their candidates for governor, comptroller, and attorney general. Senator Chris Van Hollen is also up for re-election, and there are primaries for all eight U.S. House seats. There are also a host of county and city races on the ballot. Polls in Maryland will be open from 7 a.m. until 8 o'clock tomorrow night. For everything you need to know about these elections, head to WTOP.com. Coming up here, traffic and weather and then a scam alert. We'll tell you about it with CBS's... Jill Schlesinger next, 10.07. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guests. Plus, enjoy free open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, D.C. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships Registry, the Bahamas. 
Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. Going up? If so, you already know the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10. From Dulles Airport to the West Wing of the White House, IUEC Local 10 services the D.C. area's most important elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. With IUEC Local 10, you're getting extensively trained